Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. Today we will be reading from Jeremiah chapter 5 on. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's turn to Jeremiah 5. Okay. Uh, today is caption reads, not one is upright. Go up and down the streets of Jerusalem and look around and consider. Search through the her squares. If you can find but one person who deals honestly and seeks the truth, I will forgive this city. Although they say, as surely as the Lord lives, still they are swearing falsely. O oh Lord, do not your eyes look for truth. You shut them, but they felt no pain. You crushed them, but they refused correction. They made their faces harder than stone and refused to repent. I thought... These are only the poor. They are foolish, for they do not know the way of the Lord, the requirements of their God. So I will go to the leaders and speak to them. Surely they know the way of the Lord, the requirements of their God. But with one accord, they too have broken off the yoke and torn off the bonds. Therefore, a lion from the forest will attack them. A wolf from the desert will ravish them. A leopard will lie in wait near their towns to tear to pieces any who, who venture out. For their rebellion is great and their backsliding many. Why should I forgive you? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by gods that are not gods. I supply all their needs, yet they commit adultery. And thrown to the end, thrown to the houses of prostitution. They are well fed. Lusty stallions, each 
name for another man's wife. Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? Go through her vineyards and ravish them, but do not destroy them completely. Strip off her branches, for these people do not belong to the Lord. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have been utterly unfaithful to me, declares the Lord. They have lied about the Lord. They said he will do nothing. No shame will come to us. No harm, excuse me. No harm will come to us. And we will never see sword or famine. The prophets are but wind, and the word is not in them. So let what they say be done to them. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty says. Because the people have spoken these words, I will make my words in your mouth a fire, and these people the wood it consumes. O house of Israel, declares the Lord, I am bringing a distant nation against you, an ancient and enduring nation, as peoples whose tongues you do not know, whose speech you do not understand. Their quivers are like a open grave. All of them are mighty warriors. They will devour your harvest and food, devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and herds, devour your vines and thick trees with sword. They will destroy the fortunate cities in which you trust. I'm going to pause here for a second because several things came to mind. For instance, one of the things came to my mind was the churches today. Many people start out in the churches, and this I'm speaking not just people in general, but ministers and uh, the church heads start out believing in God and doing the things of God. Then the money rolls in. And opportunity rolls in. And um, things they want to do for the church, things they uh, want to do for the community. And eventually they lose sight of, the, of God. They gravitate to the things of the world. They want to put cameras and TVs in their church. They want people to see and hear how great they are. Um, but the word is not getting out. The deeds that they were performing at the beginning, helping the community, uh, helping those in need, has stopped. Um, there's quotas put on things. Well, we can't help you but once or twice because we have such a large congregation and we can't... Nowhere in the Bible does the Lord say that. The Lord says seven times, seven times, seven times. Infinite is basically what the Lord was saying. If they need it and you have it, give it. Okay? Churches lose sight of this because they have such a huge congregation, and they should not. The huge congregation should make it 
even more possible because when they were a small church just coming out, they were meeting those needs and they were doing those things. But because it became big and it got all these TVs and cameras and other people gouging in, using the 403s or the uh, 401s or the 403s from the government to uh, side off their taxes. And all of a sudden, somebody else got their hand in the pot telling them what to do. Okay, that's another thing. So all these things are going on and they lose sight of what was really supposed to be at the beginning. Okay. Um, the other thing that came to mind was um, was uh, my our uh, the African slaves that came here. Um, your Ameri your Native American uh, Native Americans who were here already. Um, there were things that was done in the Native American community um, that was not right in God's eye. And I say this with just about any group of people who know the Lord in turn, okay? Um, God's way, if you notice, if you read the scriptures, was to bring in a mighty group of people, um, or he would make them mighty in some cases, and they would come in and they would take over and they would literally uh, make those people into slaves or tribe. In the case of Native Americans, they couldn't do that. So uh, what they had was a massacre. Many would just die. In the case of uh, your uh, Africans from uh, that were brought over in ships, uh, they they made slaves out of them for a period of time. All this was orchestrated by God. Why? Because both groups are from the tribes. They are from the tribes, and as I'm reading this. I am being, it's being revealed to me that this is done over and over and over again to God's people to make them understand he is God and you are his people and you are to follow him. You're not to take him out of what you do every day. He's to be in everything that you do. Okay, let's move on to 18. You even in those days declared the Lord, I will not destroy you completely. Did he destroy those people completely? No. We are here today, right? Um, and when the people ask, why has the Lord our God done all this to us? You will tell them. As you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your own land, so now you will serve foreigners in a land not your own. Announcing this to the house of Jacob and proclaiming it in Judah. Hear this, you foolish and senseless people who have eyes 
but do not see, who have ears, but do not hear. Should you not fear me, declares the Lord? Should you not tremble in my presence? I made the sands a boundary for the sea, an everlasting barrier it cannot cross. The waves may roll, but they cannot prevail. They may roar, but they cannot cross it. But these people have stubborn and rebellious hearts, and they have turned aside and gone astray. They do not say to themselves, let us fear the Lord our God, who gives autumn and spring, rain and seasons, who assures us of the regular weeks of harvest. Your wrongdoings have kept these away. Your sins have deprived you of good. Among my people are wicked men who lie in wait like men who snare birds and like those who set traps to catch men. Like cages filled of birds, their houses are full of deceit. They have become rich and powerful and have grown fat and sleek. Their evil deeds have not limited their evil deeds have no limit. They do not plead the case of the fatherless to win it. They do it not defend they do not defend the rights of the poor. Sorry. Um Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? Okay, so we're seeing this now here in the United States. Um, People uh, really have a, many, uh, uh, not everybody, but many people here have a a dislike, uh, um, a hatred in some cases, for uh, people who are downcast, poor. Uh, They want to take their rights away. Some want to take their lives away. Um, You don't fall in their category. You're you're not even beneath them. You have no, you know, no, you shouldn't even be here. That's their their, uh, way of thinking. A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophecy lies. Mm. The priests rule by their own authority, and my people love it this way. But what will you do in the end? Jerusalem under siege, number six, chapter six. Flee for safety, people of Benjamin. Flee from Jerusalem. Sounds the trumpet in Tekor. Raise the signal over Beth-Hakirin. For disaster looms out of the north. Even trouble destruction. I will destroy the daughter of Zion, so beautiful and delicate. Shepherds with their flocks will come against her, and they will pitch their tents around her, each tending his own portion. 
Prepare for battle against her. Arise, let us attack at noon. But alas, the daylight is fading and the shadows of evening grow long. So arise and let us attack at night and destroy her fortress. This is what the Lord Almighty says, cut down the trees and build siege ramps against Jerusalem. This city must be punished. It is filled with oppression as a well poured out its water. So she pours out her, her wickedness. Violence and destruction resound in her. Her sickness and wounds are even before me. Take warning, O Jerusalem, or I will turn away from you and make your land desolate so no one can live in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Let them glean the raiment of Israel as thoroughly as a vine. Pass your hand over the branches again like one gathering grapes. To whom can I speak and give warning? Who will listen to me? Their ears are closed, so they cannot hear. The words of the Lord is offensive to them. They find no pleasure in it. Boy, do we see that a lot today, don't we? You start talking about the Lord and people run away. Oh, they don't want to hear about the Lord. They got things to do. They don't have time for that. They're not in church right now. These are the, the excuses you get. Oh, later on, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, later on never comes for them until the day they die. Okay. Um, Force religion worthless. This is chapter 7. This is the word that came to Jerusalem from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the Lord's house and there proclaim this message. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah. Who come through these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord God Almighty said of Israel says, reform your way and your actions and I will let you live in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words and say, this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. If you really change your ways and your actions, and deal with each other justly. If you do not oppress the alien, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm, then I will let you live in this place, in the land I gave your forefathers forever and ever. But look, 
You are trusting in deceptive words that are worthless. Will you steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury, burn incense to Baal, and follow other gods you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house, which bears my name and says, we are safe, safe to do all these detestable things? Has this house, which bears my name, become a den of robbers to you? But I have been watching, declares the Lord. Go now to the place in Shiloh where I first made a dwelling for my name and see what I did to it because of the wickedness of the people in Israel. While you, while you were doing all these things, declares the Lord, I spoke to you again and again, but you did not listen. I called you, but you did not answer. Therefore, what I did to Shiloh, I will now do to the house that bears my name, the temple you trust in the place I gave, I give, in the place I gave to you and your fathers. I will thrust you from my presence, just as I did all your brothers, the people of Ephraim. So do not pray for these people, nor offer any pleas or petitions for them. And do not plead with them, for I will not listen to you. Do you not see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather woods. The father lights the fire. And the wood kindles the dough and makes cakes of bread for the queen of heaven. They pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. But I am, but, uh, excuse me, but am I the one they are provoking, declares the Lord. Are they not rather harming themselves to their own shame? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, on man and beast, on trees of the field, and on the fruit of the ground, and it will burn and not be quenched. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Go ahead, add your burnt offerings to your other sacrifice and eat of the meat yourselves. For when I brought your forefathers out of Egypt and spoke to them, I did not just give them commands about burnt offerings and sacrifices. But I gave them this commandment to obey me, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. Walk in all the ways I command you, that it may go well with you. But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubborn inclinations of their evil hearts. They went backwards and not forwards. From the time your forefathers left Egypt until now, day after day, 
again and again. I sent you, my servant, the prophets, but they did not listen to me or pay attention. They were all, they were stiff-necked and did more evil than their forefathers. When you tell them all this, they will not listen to you. When you call to them, they will not answer. Therefore say to them, this is the nation that has not obeyed the Lord its God or responded to corruption. Truth has perished and it has vanished from their lips. Cut off your hair and throw it down. Take up a lament on the barren heights for the Lord has rejected and abandoned this generation that is under his wrath. The Valley of Slaughter. The people of Judea have done evil in my eyes, declares the Lord. They have set up their detestable idols in the house that bears my name and have defiled it. They have built the high places of Topheth in the valley of Ben-Hanna to burn their sons and daughters in fire. Something I did not command, nor did it enter my mind. So beware the days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer call it Tapeth or the valley of Ben-Hanam, but the valley of slaughter. For they will bury the dead in Tapeth until there is no more room. Then the carcasses of these people will become food for the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. And there will be no one to frighten them away. I will bring an end to the sounds of joy and gladness and to the voice of bride and bridegrooms in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem. For the land will become desolate. Okay. People, let's pay attention to this on today, okay? We're looking at this today. We see this going on right now. People are not fearing God. People don't even know God. People are doing whatever they want. Here's an example of what he means by putting your idols in the church. We've known for a long time that church and state don't run hand in hand. Why in the world, when you walk into the church, is there a flag of this country standing in the church? That is an idol before God. Yeah, I know a lot of you saying, well, no, that's not true. Oh, yes, 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 it is. Because church and state don't run together. It should not be sitting up there in your church. Pull it down. Okay. I'm going to say something else that's going to really uh, probably upset a lot of people. But it really upsets me when I see it. When I see people bowing down to statues and kissing statues' feet. That's idol worshiping. God is not at no foot of a stone statue. If God is present, God is within you. When you raise your hands and pray to the Lord, 
He is within you. He is around you. He can hear you. People look up to the sky and, and pray to God. Well, they're partially right because God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. But God is not no statue, and God is not no wood, and God is not in a pole, okay? Those things have no place in the church. Okay, uh, we're going to read... Well, no, we're not. <laughs> it's going to be a little short today because uh, the next chapter is, as I'm looking through it, it's very, very extensive. And so I don't want to go into that and have to cut it off. Let's see. Maybe we can run over a little. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Let's just run over the time a little. Okay, uh, all right, we're going to do chapter eight. Chapter eight, at that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings and the officials of Judah, the bones of the priests and the prophets, and the bones of the people of Jerusalem will be removed from their graves, and they will be exposed to the sun and the moon, and all the stars of heaven, which they have loved and served, with which they have followed and consulted and worshipped. And they will not be gathered up or buried, but will be like re refused lying on the ground. Wherever I banish them, all the survivors of this evil nation will prefer death to life, declares the Lord God Almighty. Let, let's, let's take a good look at this. At the time, the Lord declares the bones of kings and officials in Judah. Well, you know what? He's talking of your high officials, okay? Your high officials, your wealthy. The bones of these people will be removed from their graves, and they will be exposed to the sun and the moon and all the stars of heaven, which they have loved and served, hmm. and which they have followed and consulted and worshipped. Hmm. People who follow the stars. Eee. Okay. Um, they will not be gathered up or buried. Mm. They will not be taken up to heaven and they will not be buried below. But will be like, <laughs> well, let's just say they'll be uh, dung on the earth, uh, just laying there. Uh, wherever I banish them, all survivors of this evil nation will prefer death and life. Mm. Okay, let's move on. Sin and punishment. Say to them, this is what the Lord says. When men fall down, do they not get, get up? When a man turns away, does he not return? 
Why then has these people turned away? Why does Jerusalem always turn away? They cling to these they cling to deceit. They refuse to return. I have listened attentively, but they do not say what is right. No one repents of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Each pursues his own course, like a horse charging into the battle. Even the stock in the sky knows her appointed season, and the dove, the swift, and the thrush observe the time of their migration. But my people do not know the requirements of the Lord. How can you say we are wise? Now, why don't our people know the requirements of the Lord? Let's think about it today. Are they being taught? No, they are not being taught the requirements of the Lord. What's the requirements of the Lord? Let's go back to Deuteronomy's. Let's go back to Numbers. Hello, people. Exodus. The Lord tells you his requirements. Are you following the requirements? Most people are not following the requirements today. But that doesn't concern me. That was back in those days. This is a new day. This is the same day as it was back then. We have the same Lord Christ Jesus the same father who does not change, nor does his ways. He hasn't changed over the centuries and he's not about to change now because of you. And so sadly to say, most people are mistaken when they say, oh, that doesn't refer to us today. That was back in those days. No, that is back in those days and now and forever. God has not changed. He has no perspective of a person. He will do what he did then today. Let's move on to eight. How can you say we are wise for we have the law of the Lord when actually the lying pen of the scribes has handled it falsely? Mm. Woe unto the churches. Okay, people teaching the word of God, watch it. The wise will be put to shame and they will be dismayed and trapped since they have rejected the word of the Lord. What kind of wisdom do they have? What kind of wisdom do they have? Therefore, I will give their wives to other men and their fields to new owners. From the least to the greatest, all are greedy for gain. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. They dress 
the wound of my people as though it were not serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. Are they ashamed of their lost, loathsome conduct? No, they have no shame at all. They do not know how to blush. So they will fall among the fallen and they will be brought down when they are punished, says the Lord. I will take away their harvest, declares the Lord. There will be no grapes on the vine. There will be no figs on the trees. And their leaves will wither. What I have given them will be taken from them. Why are we sitting here gathering together? Let us flee to the fortified cities and perish there. For the Lord our God has doomed us to perish and given us poisoned water to drink. because we have sinned against him. We hope for peace, but no good has come for a time of healing, but there was only terror. The snorting of the enemy's horses is heard from Dan at the neighbor, neighborings of their stallions. The whole land trembles. They have come to devour the land and everything in it, the city and all who live there. Okay, think of the times you think you're having peace and all of a sudden um, all hell breaks loose. Well, it's breaking loose because of something. Go back and see something happen. Something you did, somebody did around you caused the door to open and allow calamity to ride in. <clears throat> okay. See, I will send I see I will send venomous snakes among you, vipers that cannot be charmed, and they will bite you, declares the Lord. Oh my counterfeiter. Uh, I'm sorry, oh, my comforter, in sorrow, my heart is faint within me. Listen to this, listen to the cry of my people from a land far away. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is he king no longer there? Why have they provoked me to anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is, has ended, and we are not saved. Since my people are crushed, I am crushed. I moan and horror grips me. Is there no palm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no healing? for the wounds of my people. Amen. Amen. 
Okay, everyone. So, now you look around, you can't find things that should be there. And you've been praying and praying and praying. Something is going on. Something is stopping those things from coming into manifestation. You have to check and see what is going on and begin to pray against those things. Begin to fight in the spirit against those things so that your prayer for the other things to come into place can come into place. Okay? All right, everyone. This is uh, Minister McMillan. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. Thank you, Lord, for your understanding in us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for helping us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being here with us today. And thank you, Father, for being merciful and gracious and loving. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Mr. McMillan saying, everyone have a blessed evening and good night.